On New Year's Eve 2009, we decided to come up with goals, not resolutions, for the year ahead. We wanted to take control of our lives instead of sitting back and letting life happen to us or pass us by. Every year since, we've created a bucket list that encouraged each other and worked toward achieving our goals throughout the year. In 2012, we started to document our journey in our blog, The Great Goal Rush. I'm Chris. And I'm Lissa. And this is The Great Goal Rush Podcast. Hello and welcome to another edition of Chris and Lissa's Great Goal Rush Podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Chris and sitting next to me is... Lissa, I do whatever Chris tells me to do. That's right. And we're here for another edition of our podcast. So we'd like to welcome everybody by saying hi. Hello. How's everybody doing? And they're supposed to respond back. We're good. Uh, Hey, we're good. Perfect. How are you doing this Sunday morning. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Mm-hmm. Happy dog father to you. Yo, dog thank Father's you. Day to you. You dog father. Dog dad. Dog daddy. Um, dog daddy. Why do you have to make it awkward like at the very beginning of the podcast? You gotta start strong. Okay. Well, since we're going to start strong, thank you for that perfect segue. I'm coming out firing hot. And this is how I'm going to come out firing. It's... You have diarrhea? Nope. I have diarrhea from the mouth though, Mm. and it's about Father's Day Mm. and how fathers get the shit sandwich with no bread during this quote unquote holiday season. Uh Mother's Day, when Mother's Day comes around, everybody flocks over mothers and mothers are this and mothers are that and they are amazing, beautiful individuals. But when Father's Day comes around, you've got dads and grads and that's bullshit that's not fair to every father out there who works just as hard as a mother (laughs) i said to the fathers that do i didn't say every father does just like every mother isn't a good mother but to just cram in father's day with graduation for high school or college is that's crap do you not agree with that yeah, I agree with you. I'm I'm more offended by the um, the gross nature of the messaging on cards, and I often with fathers, of with course. Father's Day, yeah. Often for Father's Day, I have just I've gone through the Father's Day section and just picked out a thank you card because Father's Day cards are like, "Thanks for farting in my face, Dad. You were always yeah. such a good dad for doing that. For Thanks farting for- in my face, Dad." <laughs> Thanks for grilling sausages while farting at the same time. Happy Farters Day, Dad. Yeah. Here's the remote for the day, Dad. Ha ha ha. Like stupid, dumbass cards. So none of these cards speak to me because I don't have that type of relationship with my dad. He's never farted while cooking sausage before. That you know of. He just smelled something. You're like, these sausages smell kind of weird. And he's like, yeah, it's a different brand. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I, yeah, I, I agree with you. I got them from Fart Mart. <laughs> Oh, now you can say the word? Now you can <laughs> that laugh at that word? That was a perfect joke. I had to. Um, so I think that Father's Day is an afterthought, yes. But like anything, you got to change it. You change it with your – You change. it starts with you. So you no, change I, it with yourself I, and then – I'm fine with that. I just – it's like – Their overall narrative of 
I'm thinking Father's of all my coworkers. Day. I'm thinking of all my friends, and it's like, oh man, Mother's Day is coming up. I gotta get my mom something. Oh my God, what am I gonna get her? What am I gonna get her? And then Father's Day, it's like, oh yeah, guys, by the way, it's Father's Day in a day. It's like, oh. Well, well honestly, who it's cares? the least that men could do, given the fact that they have oppressed us for so long could and that we didn't get the right to vote up until stop. only 100 years could ago. Could you so just like, stop? Please. If, if that's the least. So if the only th- so what makes you feel good about that is a funky card and some dumbass flowers, no. knowing that your husband. No, it doesn't. But pay, I said not, least, not me. Least. But knowing that your husband paid three times as much for these stupid oh, yeah, flowers on stupid. a certain day, Valentine's you're crazy. Day. But again, that's the if least. If I was a mother, I would be upset that my husband bought me flowers on that day because sure. he just wasted our money. Just so stupid. I'll give you. I'll give you a perfect example, and it set me off this morning when I woke up. So I'm. On a chain with my family, uh, my mom's side of the family, and everyone, you know, when they wake up, they say good morning and stuff like that. It's it's neat. It's cute. Whatever. But this morning, everyone's like, you know, happy Father's Day, happy Father's Day. And uh, of course, that's great. But then I get a text from someone in my family who I'm not going to say who, but it says happy Father's Day to, you know, the fathers. And I it says, and my baby brother, also to all the moms that are daddies, good yeah. morning. Fuck that. No one says happy Mother's Day and to all the dads that have to be moms too. You would never, ever, 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 ever say that. Because there are fewer single dads who it's are... It's not the point. No, I'm, that is the actually The statistics are not important here. Yeah, they are. No, they're not. You just would never, ever like the double standard. There are double standards in everything. And I get most of the time the women get the worst part of the double standards. But in this case, for someone to say... Happy Father's Day and to all the moms out there who have to act like dads. It's like, give me a break. You just had your dumbass day. Um, Let the fathers have 24 hours. For Father's Day one year, your parents got me a present. Yeah. So like. That's not, who cares? It's not, (laughs) they got you a present because they got me a present and they were like, oh, we're going to give Melissa a present. I'm not a mother. I have two dogs. Like, come on. It's, It's just a, it's a. You just started the podcast by saying. Happy dog day to me. Well, because so that's don't all sit there and have. say that. You, oh, then you just contradicted I yourself. I am. I am falling into the, the what we like. We we joke about it, but clearly, like when I when someone your parents say Happy Mother's Day to me, it makes me embarrassed because it's like I'm of not course, a real mother. So but like, it's all tongue in cheek. Like I know we, that's the point. That's why I said. But I'm going <clears> back <throat> to my point where it would never be said happy mother's day and to the fathers who had to act like mothers too because even though the statistics are way in the favor of the other yeah there are a lot of fathers who are by themselves raising kids sure and then those people will be told on mother's day and father's day thanks for doing but both of the jobs but, but the, how many single fathers do you know versus how many single mothers do you know I, I, again that's beside the point but, i under, no it's no, not it is I, actually no the it's point. not it's not my point it's beside the point the point is it's just another, uh, oh, well, don't forget about mothers out there. It's like, oh, we got you, mothers. You're very important. More important than dads, probably. But you just had your day. It's not about you for this one day. Let fathers have 24 hours. Have That's you ever it. stopped to think that maybe the absence of the father in these mothers' lives is a little painful? So on a day that might be painful that the father is not in their children's lives, that they get a little bit of extra attention? Because sure, that's a great point. Of- that's a great That's a great point. But they don't need this day as well. They don't. They I, don't need I'll, another attention day. Well, I am. I will let Stop. them have both. I will let them have all the days. If they're raising kids by themselves, then they can have, playing both roles. They can have all the days they want. Just make sure that you keep that same energy when it's mother's day and you say to all the fathers out there raising kids by themselves too because mothers you know mothers do it and so do guys 
Sure. Sure they do. Thank you. And that's how we start this podcast off because I was fired up this morning over Mother's Day and Father's Day. But to our original point, happy Father's Day to all the fathers. And the mothers who are doing the role of the fathers. (sighs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll... clarify and say happy father's day to the fathers who are good fathers not just anybody can be a father but to be like a dad to like a, a true daddy dad. <laughs> oh what christ go ahead your podcast be go daddy go ahead i'm done I'm, no i no no i'm done that's cool that's fine keep going with your daddy jokes and i'll sit over here and drink my coffee go so anyway <clears throat> how was your trip to green bay that's not what i'm talking about right now i'm not after daddy bay. jokes mm-hmm I'm not. Okay, cool. Then I'll just walk away. <laughs> As you sit here and you drink it. <laughs> Do you have anything else you want to talk about before we speak on Green Bay? Because I feel like we should talk about something else before that trip. Um, <clears throat> I, I've, I worked the elections on Tuesday. Let's go into that. Don't just, again. We talked about it last podcast. I had to be there at 445. I got out at Stop. 8. Stop. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah. That's what, what you did do. You, it's Father's Day. You can okay. do <laughs> Thank you. What did you volunteer for? I didn't volunteer. It was okay. actually a paid position. What did you do and for what election? So let's I go into detail here. I signed up for the, to be an election officer for the Democratic primaries in Manassas. Thank you. And now continue so that people know what's going on. So as an election officer, what we do all day is just we check people in. We... Put their application, or not application, their uh, ballot into the machine. We just monitor the things that are going on. Application. Is that a Freudian slip? I meant a ballot. Anyway, you can't, in Virginia, you can't apply to vote the same day that you vote. Anyway, so um, yes, had to be there at 445, left after 8. It was a really long day, but it didn't feel as, it wasn't excruciating. Like we we changed, changed positions and... Um, it was interesting to see how perfectly tight the process is. Like, it's really well organized in Manassas, it's, you know, signing the papers, sealing the papers. It was just like people take this very seriously as they should because... Well-oiled machine. Yes, it was mm-hmm. a very well-oiled machine, a very well-protected. Things are locked. Things are safely placed. Like, it was a testament to organization, for That's sure. Great. And the highlight of my day was seeing a um, an older gentleman walk down the building we were in with a cane. And he didn't have too much trouble walking, but he had a cane, so obviously he had a little bit. But he was unassisted otherwise. And he walked down to the table where we were. I checked him in, and he said that he was 101. And I was like, my God, that's amazing. And I I asked him what was the first election he voted in. He said Truman. (laughs) Which is just nuts thinking Uh, about. But he was 101 and still, you know, getting around, making sure that he voted, which I'm pretty sure he wasn't even, he was a Republican. In Virginia, you can vote. It's an open primary, so you can vote no matter which party you can vote. However, like normally that. the primaries are on the same day, so you can only vote for one party or the other. This year, because the Republicans in Manassas decided to, or Prince William County, decided to have their own firehouse primaries, it was operated by the party and not the state, which is how the Democratic primaries operated. Anyway, so 
he uh, he was there. He voted. Then shortly thereafter, there was a woman who came by. She was 96 years old. She looked amazing. She also had a cane. But again, they they somehow got to the voting polling place. Well, they, you know they have the service where people do drive them there. Could have yeah, done that. Yeah, could have been. But it was because uh, I tell you what, if he's 101, he's driving. There's a problem. <laughs> He should not be driving. Well, I can tell you that right now. Someone is committed to taking him to his polling destination, and the fact that it was a Democratic primary and he still came out to vote—I don't like that—is is amazing. You know, I again, I don't know what he was. He just said that he's voted for four Democrats in his life. Well, I thought you said he was Republican. He might be, but you're not registered in Virginia as one or the other. Like I know, he, but if you if you voted for four Democrats in your life, based on the fact that he said he only he's only voted for four Democrats in his life, so that's mm. he. So I, I'm just assuming that he's a Republican, Got but it. I don't know. Yeah. If he's making it out to the Democratic primaries, then then I'm guessing he has not voted right. for many Democrats. No, that doesn't life. make any sense. <laughs> I mean, because he's coming out to a pretty insignificant election. So why is he voting for the Democratic Probably because he missed process. out on voting for the Firehouse primary. So he just wants to just He just throw... wants to vote. Yeah, I don't know. Voting. Well, it is nice to see that people get excited about voting and vote no matter what. Like, I wish some young people would get excited and vote. Yes. It's nice to see that people, you know, well on in their years and they're, you know, past 100 years inspiring. old still go out and do their civic duty and vote. Yep. And it's important to them. Whereas if I were to poll a bunch of high school students, some would care, some would care. They, they don't care. They really don't care. There were a good amount of younger people. Hold on. I have something in my throat. Mm. <clears throat> There's a tickle back there. Mm -hmm. There were a good amount of younger people, but it was definitely majority older people. And, um, you know, that's just how it is. Only 240 or 220 people voted in my precinct, which mm -hmm. was 6% voter turnout in that particular just like precinct that polling yeah location, i mean I, that type of stuff doesn't low. it's low that doesn't bother me so much because it's just a primary so i get that yeah but, but it is pretty sad that only six percent when you think about six <clears> percent <throat> of eligible voter, voters just in that precinct i don't know how it was citywide oh, what's more embarrassing and what was purposeful is that the uh republicans in prince william county because they held it their own, they did it on a Saturday, fewer polling locations, they only had 2% turnout, voter turnout, which again was intentional. Well, I wonder why they did that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Suppression, voters, it's weird. Why would they do that? Maybe and asking people to sign a letter of like... Intent that yes, they were voting yeah, Republican. Like, what, who the hell are you? Just give me a break. Again, I don't care if that's... It could be Republican. Or if the Democrats did the same thing, I would say the exact same of thing. Wrong is wrong doesn't make a difference who your party is, but it just so seems right now that one side is doing more voter suppression than anything else. Sure. Um, so that was a that was a, a really unique, uplifting day. That's great. That's and something you'll be able to, you know, remember. Do you think you'll ever do it again? I think so. Especially, I want to do it at an election on an, of a crazier election, like this upcoming November, potentially, or... I would uh, never do this. I would never tell you to do it during a presidential election. You've been in some of those lines and I you've know. seen how crazy it can be. And I have a feeling that 2020 is going to be absolutely insane. I hope so. But I'd like to see that myself. I'd like to be okay, there all so day. Okay, so just stay there and look at it. <laughs> but I think, I think that would be really taxing on a body. Well, I have a year and a half, whatever it is, of training. Work, yeah, to train. So stand to be an up for officer. 14 hours. And no, then you're sitting down. I'm I mean, just like, kidding with you. 
sitting down, I, what I need to do, and I joked with the people who are who are the election, my fellow election officers, that I needed, I wanted to develop a training, like a workout, so like, um, with just election material, so like the little scanner, so like, mm-hmm. like workouts throughout the day that are good. Just so take some dumbbells easy. and yeah. you start scan. Yep. Doop. Doop, work on doop. your shoulder strength, work on your forearms, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. work on your grip. Exactly. You'll be good to go. Yeah. Make sure that your your hands are calloused enough that when you take the ballot, you don't get a paper cut when you're sliding right, it in. Right, Actually, right. they slide it in, you don't. But Yeah, I did. I gave people, I voted, and I gave children future voters stickers, and the mm-hmm. younger kids were like, I can't wait. It was nice. Sure, sure you can. That's what they all say until they become 18, and they're like, man. And thanks, thanks to you and your people for showing up. My people? Yeah. What the hell does that mean? My people? Oh, you're talking about black people. Don't be stupid. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, you know, again, like I told you the day of, voting is something that we take very seriously and we know how many people died for our right to vote. So we are going to come out and vote no matter what. Don't care if the lines are hours long. We are going to come out and vote. Because it's still important to us. Mm-hmm. And it should always be important to us. It to everyone, not just black people, but Yeah. It should be. The sacrifice. Yep. And I don't take it lightly and I respect never do. and and I'm honored that I can be able to vote. Yeah, me too. And that's why, you know, I know some people vote absentee, but there's me. some Yeah, there's something Sometimes you have to. I get it. But for me, it's it's about the day. It's about the whole process of, of driving to my voting. Uh, polling area and then getting out of the car walking there you know you can't help but to think about all the people who did the same thing or wanted to do the same thing and died to do the same thing and then vote on that cherished day and seeing everybody else vote I value that so much and I would never want to you know give that away or especially not have that I mean this is not related to you but for as me a woman going up to Rochester, visiting Susan B. Anthony's grave. Now we could go into the um, mm. the <laughs> complexity and the We're not doing that the on this issues podcast. with Susan B. Anthony, which we, Chris and I have gotten into battles about. No doubt. And, but, uh, I mean, just like looking looking beyond that right now, mm-hmm. to see, to, to visit the place where she illegally voted and mm-hmm. like, just seeing the history behind women's suffrage and having even more of a respect for that, the process in me being able to vote. Yeah. And thank you, <clears throat> and you know, a, a thanks and honor to honoring our ancestors, which we said we toast regularly, <clears throat> who have who put in the work to allow us to have the freedoms that we currently have. Yep. <clears throat> so that's, I mean, that's a really cool thing that you did. Um, I know, like, a lot of the times we like to share the same experiences. Yeah, I don't think I'll be doing that with you. That's cool. No, I mean, I just, it's just a long day. It's it's a long day in which I enjoy the process, but I don't necessarily enjoy... I would. I don't think I would enjoy looking at all the people do it. I enjoy being a part of it. It's like what I say about certain sports. It's fun to play. It's not fun to watch. It's fun to vote. It's not fun to watch people vote. That's just me. Mm-hmm. Uh, did we talk about on a a former podcast about cleaning up the slave cemetery? I don't remember if we I did. I think we did. Yeah, yeah, we did for okay, sure. Okay, cool. Just wanted to make sure that we mentioned that. Um, all right. Well, I guess we'll get into... Green Bay. Nope. It's called Green Bay. It's not the other... Chris has inflection. this weird problem with the way I say 
Green Bay. Yeah, because you you put all the inflection on green. And then Thanksgiving. Yeah, the it's wrong. <laughs> it doesn't sound stupid coming out of your mouth. Happy Thanksgiving. It's that Thanksgiving. That doesn't sound bad. It's Green Bay. No. <laughs> it's Green Bay. It's Green Bay. No, it's not Green Bay. It's Green Bay. <clears throat> green Bay. Green Bay. No. Like you you say it like you're surprised to say green. Green Bay. <laughs> That's how you say it. It's not Green Bay. That's fine. Welcome to Green Bay, Wisconsin. Um, this past week I went to Lissa Lissa put on our Gold Rush Facebook page, my home away from home, but I, I think it's just like my home. I wouldn't even call it home away from home. I feel never have I ever felt more at home than I do when I go to Green Bay. I feel like every like everywhere I go, I'm welcome, and it feels like I've I've lived there before. I just love it. It is a great small town. Community. Maybe you're the reincarnation of Carly Lambeau. No, probably not. But Green Bay only has 104,000 people who live there, and it's part of Brown County in Wisconsin. Uh, Are you giving a history lesson right now? No, I was just going to say people who don't really know me that well. I am a humongous Green Bay Packers fan. And I decided to go up there as kind of like a, okay, the year's over. My work year is over. And let's go to Green Bay and have a good time. And so I went up there this past week for about two days, two and a half days. And Lissa has gone up to Green Bay with me before. And two times. Two times. Yep. And it was, I mean, I can't say enough about it. It was so much fun. And you're trying to get me to go this time. And I said, yeah. we will not be making a yearly tradition out of going to Green Bay. This is not. Yeah, but I might. <laughs> you can, but I will not be joining you and wasting my money to, to oh, fly. Oh, they're killer. Don't say wasting your money. It's a waste of money to fly, go to a destination that I don't really what? Want to go whoa, to. Whoa, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Every year, it's okay. fine to go to once now and then, but like, I'm only there for the cheese, which is like should be my life's motto. But I don't, I don't go to the stadium tour. Like you go to the, the same damn stadium tour every time you go. I don't because Lambeau Field is magical. It is. I'm trying to compare it to something like you would want to be a part of. I went to Judy Garland's birthplace one time, and I will not be back. It's Judy Garland's birthplace. It's like a little shack. Like, it's not a big deal. It, you see it one time, it's like, oh, there it is. Like, if, for example, if there was Vince Lombardi's home, I would go there one time, and I won't need to go back anymore. But to go to Lambeau Field and the history behind Lambeau Field and Green Bay. So anyway, I went up there. Um... I had a really early flight on Wednesday. Wednesday. Yep. So Chris and I, as we said in the last podcast, were yeah. ships passing in the night. Oh, yeah, because she was you were gone all Tuesday. You didn't get back. You know, Again, you left at like 4.30 in the morning. On, back at your bedtime. You left at 4.30 in the morning, whatever, on Tuesday and didn't get home until like 8.30 at night. And then I had to wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning to catch my flight the next day. So I left really early, went to Chicago, hung out in Chicago for about three hours in the airport, and then um, took the flight to Green Bay. And it was... 
It was the first time you flew into Green Bay. It, yes, it was the first time I flew into the little small international, but smallest airport I've ever been uh, in, in Green Bay. And it was, uh, got there and it was raining pretty hard. Not really, actually it was raining. And so immediately I went to my hotel, checked in. The hotel is right across the street from Lambeau Field. You open your window or you open the curtains and you can, it's right across the street, as you can attest to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can confirm because I have eyes and that saw that. Yes. And saw you staring at it. Yes. I, I, I might have turned the TV on twice uh-huh. my entire time there. And it was only because, you know, I like looking at TV before I go to sleep. But I walked over to the stadium. My, my tour, this is basically my two days, not to bore everybody, but it consisted of going to Lambeau Field, staying in there for hours at a time. Eating, because the food in Green Bay is different. It's just better than most places. Uh, looking at Lambeau Field. And experience Green Bay, the farmer's market. And mm-hmm. I have a former student who is actually a coach for the Packers now. And I got to meet up with him, have, have a drink or two, and experience, uh, you know, some more stuff with, about the Packers, which is really cool. I, I just a plus trip. Yeah, I, I want to go into so much more detail, but go. I don't want to bore. No, I don't want to bore people. But it's you can just go into detail about the food. Well, I need your help with that because you experienced the food that I had again. So one place right across from the street is a place called Kroll's. Um, Kroll's East has actually been around since like 1930, but Kroll's West, which is the one I went to, has been around since the 70s. And they have East is where Obama ate when he visited Green yeah. Bay. Green um, Bay. Crow's West is it has, you know, basic food, but it is like diner food yeah. on a hundred level. Like the most burgers, the butter burgers, the thin buns, the kraut on the burgers, the like bacon, pickles, double fries, onions, French fries, the milkshakes. Yeah. yeah, I mean you talk about Super unhealthy, but super delicious. That's so also, we may have mentioned this before, but you you did not stick to your your lifestyle diet during it's all over. this trip. Are you kidding me? The first off, that's over. <laughs> I know, but like there, you're still eating. Yeah, remnants of. Again, the whole thing for the three months was I can't break at all. Yeah, you've broken. This is now I can break whenever I want. But you're still eating yeah, of course. Health, healthy, yeah. healthfully. But when I go to certain places, I eat whatever the hell I want to eat and not feel bad about it, not one bit. And I got to drink and I had the best old-fashioned I've ever had before in my life. Because it had brown sugar. It had a brown sugar cube, cube. Um, which I think added a lot to it. I'm mm-hmm. sure a lot of people do the same thing with the old-fashioned. But did you get any drinks with ice that is sh- that's shaped like the glass? Because that's one of my favorites. Yeah. No, I did not. I love that. Yeah. When it's like that. a round, one big, yeah, either yeah. one round, like like an like paperweight, like an orb thing, mm-hmm. or an, a square, huge square piece yeah. of ice. Yeah. Nope. I love that. Um, I went to a place called Al's, which uh-huh. has been around for a really long time, and just has like the most iconic, simple, simple burger. burger. But. So good. You so, know, the meat there is so great. So if you ever travel to Green Bay, Wisconsin, you must go to Kroll's. You must go to Kroll's. You Owls. have to go to Kroll's. You have to go to Owl's. There's plenty of other places I would say go to. Where else did you go? Um, 
I went to the places in my hotel, which yeah. were, were good. Yeah. But there's other places. You must go to the farmer's market on Broadway. Wednesdays, summertime. Wednesdays in the summer, which has over 150 vendors or 150 vendors. I had the over. best corn I've ever had before in my life. Mm-hmm. It was <laughs> Explain good. the corn. I'm a corn fanatic, for those a who don't know. Cornosaur, if you will. If you will. If you won't, I don't care. I still am. Uh, it was corn on the cob, obviously with a stick. <laughs> and it had, they dipped it in like a gallon of butter. Mm-hmm, I'm listening. And then they had homemade barbecue sauce listening. that they painted mm-hmm. on. And then they took cheddar ruffles and they were all like smashed up and then they sprinkled it all over. And it was... That's a meal right there. Uh, seriously, it was the best thing I ate while I was there. When we went to Green Bay last year, and you went to the corn, mm-hmm. also a different corn vendor, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen as much joy in Chris's face as I did when he dipped his own corn in the butter. Oof. And he was like, I still have those photos. And I think you were... Because you're weird with photos, but I... You're like, you cannot post these. And I was yeah. like, first off, I wouldn't because I respect you. But secondly, you you were just like... In your, you were just in your element. Yeah, you were in the zone. Yep. the corn zone. Yep. I mean, if someone were to have seen me, okay, this is so bad. So when I got the corn, I went into like this little corner area where a no cor- one could see a me. Corner. A corn, <laughs> a corner area, and ate that like a man who hadn't had food in a week. Uh-huh. And I, I mean, I just, I killed it. You're a cornivore. See, don't keep going. It's over. Yeah, just killed it, and it was so good, and I wanted to get another one, but I was like, no, just have what you have and, and walk mm-hmm. away, Chris, walk away. And, and I was like upset that Chris didn't bring me corn yeah, on the cob it's in the plane. You, you can check it. Yeah, all right. Um, however, I did bring you back some cheese curds. Yes, which I appreciate. I, Chris brought me, because Chris, as you might know, does not like cheese, which is the irony mm. of him is going to Green Bay, being a... Cheesehead. Cheesehead is that he does not like cheese at all. and he, But I do. He brought me back dill, squeaky cheese, Curd. curds, mm-hmm. and then some type of beer curd, and mm-hmm. then a blueberry cheddar, and was that it? Oh, I brought you back some earrings. Hello. Oh, yeah, which... Come on. They're not edible, though. No, but they're cheesehead earrings. They're just They're like so... mini cheeseheads on yeah. earrings, and I said to Chris... I think you should wear those today. I, I don't think so. <laughs> I think you should wear them for father's day that's what i want ah, you're not a real father yeah. oh wow and there's that <laughs> and um it's funny because when i was telling explaining them to my mom and she it was like she would like them a lot probably but anyway so their little cheese heads i'm not a packers fan i don't hate the packers mm-hmm. i just don't like football i'm right. not a football fan i have problems ethical and moral reasons for why i don't like sports <laughs> Shut up. But the only tolerable team is the Packers. Okay, I love you for saying that. Yeah. Uh, and maybe like the Steelers because like that's no, what No, don't I you grew dare say with, that. With no, that, but... no, no, no. Because the fan bases are completely different. One is a small community in which I'm sure there are really obnoxious Packer fans out there. I may be one of them. Maybe. Uh, I'm just saying. like, But I don't throw it in someone's face. You don't hear, you know, Packers fan like, Sixburg, Steelers, like... There are some 
extremely annoying. How about you're all Steeler obnoxious fans. from my perspective? Okay. okay. We might all okay. be we might all be obnoxious, but in terms of like the number count, I'm gonna say we're pretty low. I think the Washington Redskins are the worst though, but that's because we live here. Mm, but let me just Cowboys, let me just dump on that. another team so that I can get off okay. this this <laughs> topic. Uh the the residents of the Green Bay area are some of the nicest people I've ever encountered in my life. And um, this I'm speaking to previous trips, not I was not on this trip with you. Mm-hmm. I there was a, a girl in my Toastmasters club last week who mentioned she's from Wisconsin and she's I think she's from Madison, which we have not spent much time in, but we did a little bit last year. She mentioned in her speech that just the kindness of Wisconsin residents and I thought that not that we had an exclusive like experience. understand yeah, mm-hmm. experience, but she just validated yeah. my my views on Green Bay and Wisconsin in general. I guess I have not traveled far in the state, but mm-hmm. uh, I it it left such an impact on me last year when we visited because people were so friendly, so chatty, just felt like they cared. That on my list of to dos, which I write down obviously my to-dos every day that I erase when I finish them. I on the one thing that's constant on that list is be nicer like Green Bay. Like every yeah. day I see that and because it's, it really it really left an impact. It stuck with me. Yeah. I mean, I, I I feel like, you know, it's easy to come back and talk to people about it and say they're just the nicest people ever and people will quickly just say, oh, it's because, you know, you like Green Bay, so you no. you're going to say it. It's not. It's, I can confirm. It's not. Exactly. You are the best person to confirm because you don't like football. No. They were just nice, just nice people. And coming from, if you've ever visited the Mid-Atlantic, D.C., <laughs> Virginia, Maryland area, yeah. I, I realize that we're probably... How about just the East Coast area in terms of, you can go up Philadelphia, New York. We're just some of the most, it's not mean but we're just unfriendly we don't say hi to each other selfish we 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 look down when someone passes by on the metro any public transportation like do not talk to someone and if you are talking you know that they're tourists yep uh it's it's really it's strange when we travel outside of this area to see it's so obvious to see how again i don't know if unfriendly is the word but we're just not friendly we're just like we we're void of friendliness yeah i know when we went you Even know, down to Chapel Hill. Yeah, exactly. In North we, Carolina. We go, you know, in the Midwest, we go to Green Bay. And I remember the first time people were just talking to us. And it was like, what the hell do they want? Like, do what they do you want, want something? Yeah. Like, do you, are you trying to find something out? Like, I what's got going no on money. here? I why, don't care. Why are, you, why are you talking to me? Why are you helping me out? Why are you being so goddamn friendly? Like, what's going on here? And during my trip, I, I'm not going to get into a lot of specifics. It's not something like really big, but. I got a free drink, alcoholic drink. Someone bought you a drink. Someone bought me a drink. Um, someone said they were going to call CNN because I was such a gentleman, and uh, they were still gentlemen. I really did nothing. I opened a door for three old ladies. That was it. And I think anyone should be doing that anyway, but I don't know. I, it it's was weird. weird. Exactly. Um, we're not used to it. No. But the people there, I guess that's why I fall in love with the community so much. Because it's not just a football team. It's the people. They're just really nice. And coming from this area, you know, again, with with the skins. And in this area, such a commuter area, you've got people who like 
no all the teams. No one's from here. Yeah, they like all these different teams, and they're so quick to, let's say the Skins have a bad year and they lose three games in a row. It's like, oh, I don't care about them. Oh, let's go Capitals or let's go Nets or something like that. They do something. They just jump off. The Packers have been sold out since the 50s. Like, they 81,000 strong. It's a community of 104,000. Like, they, they support their team like none other. They are the only team in professional sports that have no owner. They have shareholders. I am one of them. It has. We have really no power, but they don't have your Jerry Jones of the world. The or Dan Snyder. Yeah, billionaires. Sorry, billionaires. Um, it's just, it's community-based, and I love every, every bit of it. I love every second of my trip. Uh, it was great. That's great. I'm glad you're home, and I'm glad you got home safely. Yeah. Um, keep talking. I'm drinking. Oh, I have nothing else to say. Well, since I couldn't take a drink because mm-hmm. you have nothing else to say. You should have let me know that. You should have asked me a question before taking a drink. Uh, I know that. How about this? If you are a sports fan and have the opportunity to go to Green Bay, you should go. The Hall of Fame is incredible. Uh, Lissa posted something on Facebook about the tour guide who I had, who was the same tour guide that I had back in 2009. And like, these are some of the same people. These people keep the same jobs or like they keep, I saw some of the same people we saw from last year. My tour guide, I think, should just be like in the Hall of Fame of life. He's just experienced so much. He, like, my Hall of Fame, uh, well, actually, my tour guide at Lambeau Field, his dad went to the first game ever for the Packers in 1919. He was in the ice, he wasn't in, he was at the ice bowl, the, the famous game between the Packers and the Cowboys. Um, he's had season ticket hold. He's had season tickets for the Packers for sixty three years. Um, he's just he's a great guy. I have a question for you. I've yeah. been meaning. To, I've meant to ask you. Uh, this you're going to ask me this, and I'm going to be upset because I think I know you're going to yeah, say. Yeah, you, you probably do. How was the atmosphere given the recent passing of Bart Starr? Oh, that's not that's what not I was going to say. Okay. Um, I, I thought that it might be a little different. People, like, it, was there any anything happening in the stadium that was honoring him in any additional way? So his number is retired um, in, for the Packers, uh, number 15. And he, they're going to wear a decal on their helmet all year long. Oh, and they're cool. doing a tribute for him during the season. Uh, they were selling some more things for Bart Starr. And some of the proceeds were going to, obviously, his family. Um and they mentioned him a lot. He he's a humongous fixture in Green Bay. So you could you know, obviously whether he had just passed away or not, there were plenty of people wearing Bark mm-hmm. Star stuff. So yeah, the the tour guide mentioned it. Um in the, the hotel that I stayed at right across the street, they have pictures of him all over the place. So yeah. More so than normal. No, I think it's about the same. Okay. But again, he's such a huge fixture in Green Bay that he, you know, he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. How is this trip different than previous trips? Good, like better or worse? Or um, did what did you what did you take from this trip that you hadn't experienced on other trips? Mm, good question. Mm, um, I know I'm I'm good at <clears throat> asking questions. I think as I go back more and more, I appreciate it more. I, and it doesn't get old. 
where, you know, it's, you go on vacation or you go to a certain place, you go there once, you might not have to go back anymore. You've experienced it, but it just keeps getting better. It, the view doesn't get old, the people don't get old, food doesn't get old, the experience doesn't get old. So, you know, the fact that I got a chance to hang out with a former student of mine who's actually a coach for the team now is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was an added bonus. Mm-hmm. I'm very happy for him. I think he's doing great things. I do think one day he's going to be a coach in the NFL, like an official defensive coordinator or a head coach. He's just, he's, he's driven. Um, he is inspiring. He's like 27 years old. He inspires me. Um, he is... Does he vote? I'm sure he does. <laughs> uh, does he need to register to vote? I can help him. Not, yeah, not that it makes a big difference. Because Wisconsin's really gerrymandered. Go ahead. Thank you. Not that it makes a big difference, but it is inspiring to see a young black male who's 27, who is already on a defensive coaching staff for the NFL. He saw, you know, he had a dream and he's been working his way to it. And it's great. I'm proud of him. Uh, And it, it was cool hanging out with him for a couple hours and, you know, chatting it up. That's great. Yeah. Okay. I got nothing else. I've been talking way too much. I want you to talk more. No, seriously. You talk. Well, uh, today I put in 23 minutes of exercise. <laughs> and that's that's all I'll put in today. That's great. Uh, we'll go over to our parents' house and celebrate Father's Day. Yes, we will. We will then come back home and then get ready for bed. Oh, today I will get ready for bed because I have to work tomorrow. This is Chris's favorite day of the year. It, it sure please is. Please explain. Drums, please. That's the start of summertime because <laughs> the, my work year is over, and this is the first. It is arguably the greatest day of the year for me. The first Sunday is the first Sunday in which I don't need to go into work on Monday. Uh, so. You know, these days just blend. Is it Monday? I don't know. Is it Friday? I don't know because I'm not going to work. And I've got some plans. I've got a very packed summer. You do too. Uh, But summer should be really interesting. So I'm excited. What goals do we have to complete this summer? Got a lot. I'm completing a goal tomorrow. What are you doing? I am going to George Mason tomorrow. Oh, I didn't know. Okay, cool. Uh, so now is also the time that goals get yeah, yeah goals get crushed with Chris in particular because he's off in the summertime and now that his diet's over he can complete some of the food related goals. New York, watch out because we're a coming. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it, it, we'll have a lot of updates coming up. We got you know a packed summer. It should be a really fun summer, uh, and I'm looking forward to it. So it sh- uh, let's go. That's good. I'm glad you are. Yeah. Unfortunately, people like you have to rain on your parade. Go make donuts. I get. I love when Chris is home during the summertime, but I'm also fuck it annoys that noise. Me. Yeah, because and go ahead. It annoys me because I have to get up and leave the house, and Chris is like still under covers, and I'm like, I hate you so much. But I love you. But you I love do you that home. every day. Like I go to work. I usually go to work at six in the morning, and you're usually still, still in, bed. in bed. So it's the same. I mean, like it's just the way it's gonna be it's fine i like when you're home because you 
cook food and you keep the house clean and the and dogs you, are tended to. And you always give me stuff to do. And, and I then, yeah. might have things that Chris has to do, like take the dogs in to get their shots, and which is going to happen on July 1st, by the way. Your bird's back. Sure is. Yeah, but right when you said July 1st, he said, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> July 1st. You sound like me. <laughs> oh, see, <laughs> look. He's like, uh uh-uh. uh. I don't know if the microphone is picking that up, but Chris's bird is back from last week. We talked about it. The uh uh-uh uh bird. Yeah. Um, summer. Summer. Yeah, I, I, I get upset when you go back to school because it's like, oh man. I don't go back to school. I go back to work. Go back to work, whatever. It's like I wish I could have. I wish I could make you a stay-at-home dog dad, but you get upset. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is my goal. You said you're just here for the cheese. I'm just here so that one day you can make enough money so that I don't have to go to work. I, I want to be a QVC dad. Yeah. I want to stay at home. I want to look at QVC all day long. I want to get on Amazon. I want to catch up on Netflix shows. I want to you go need- to the gym when I have to, and then I want to. Lay down and just relax. My body weary. Mm, you've put in enough work to really afford yourself a retirement. Yeah, I think so. Haven't you? Yep. I will never make enough money to that one of us won't work. Like that's not. That's, not, that's, that's never not gonna true. happen. It's not true. Because I will continue to work in nonprofits. Yeah. Until well, I that's die. stupid. Stop that. Stop that. I want to be passionate about my work. Profit. Damn it. Profit. No profit. Okay. Well. Squeaking by. Yeah, that's great. I love that. Well, you can get a you can get a well-paying job. Um, anyone who has a well-paying job that's willing to hire a WWE fanatic and Green Bay uh, fan, hit me up, please. I'm ready to go. Chris wants to retire me. Maybe you should just start working uh, on the side for some like multi-level marketing scheme because they always retire their spouses. <laughs> <laughs> or drive that. Never mind. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> All right, we're at that 45-minute mark. I think it's about time to... Sweet 45. Yeah, I think it's about time to wrap it up. Uh, I hope all the good fathers out there um, are having a great Father's Day. And that's it. (laughs) (laughs) And I hope that no matter which role, whatever role you identify with, that you're just having a good day, enjoying life, being present, taking it all in. Yeah, that's fine. Everyone gets a medal. <laughs> Everyone has to be, uh, you know, mentioned. Can't feel left out. I think you're too far away from the microphone. No, I'm not. I'm looking at the levels. I'm okay. Okay. All right. Um, enjoy the day, everyone. Enjoy the week. Uh, we will be talking to you very soon with some more episodes and i just want to shout out me a dog mother happy father's day to me <laughs> lissa you're really good at what you do continue to pick up the poop when the dogs leave it on the grass you're just so selfless you're such a selfless father well, thank you optimus is even helping you out because he'll just he poop and eat it <laughs> sick freak he'd learn that from you <laughs> have a good week see ya love you everyone Visit www.greatgoalrush.com for our bucket list archive. And if you want to follow us on social, you can find us on Facebook at Great Goal Rush. Thanks for listening.